So, adventurers, we pick up from last week with uh, the poor cleric um, unconscious on the floor. Um, so, you know, Tuesday night. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Prozibs. Yeah. The three ne'er-do-wells have just left, just left the temple and... Uh, Everything sort of like has, has been a bit tense with the fight, um, but now the acolytes are sort of you know there's that kind of that breaking the tension. They start you know trying to go back to their to their normal business. A couple of soldiers turn up and ask Grandfather Setembe what was uh, what was going on, and he he gives a sort of hurried explanation. After which you know the 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 soldiers just sort of seem to they kind of shrug and they just walk back off again. Mm-hmm. As for uh, as for Zibi, a couple of acolytes are waved over by uh, Grandfather Setembe who. Uh, he looks to you and just sort of says, uh, "Thank you, thank you for trying to defend my honour." But uh, Zentrum, they are tough customers, I'm afraid. We will have your friend here taken to the infirmary. He can uh, he can rest and heal up there. And as discussed last week, you all receive the benefits of a short rest as you are you're, you're just sort of you're, you're taken to the infirmary. The Temple of Severus doesn't see a lot of action. It mm-hmm. is mostly a it is mostly a place of uh, contemplative thought and study. It's not really built to, you know, um, you know, fully heal purple back up, but you know, accidents happen, especially where magic's concerned. So uh, there is somebody on site who can uh, who can basically heal you up. And Zibby, you sort of you come round, um, and I am just going to see if this works. Bear with me. <laughs> as long as it's something good. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a what was that? Oh, that was a massage. Aha! That did work. Excellent. Okay. What kind of message was it? Was it on? Um, was it on Discord? So that was, or was a, it yeah. On... So that was a that was that was a whisper um, that Ooh. goes directly to uh, to Zibby for the uh, for the sake of the audio. Cool. Uh, you come round, um, and once you guys have fully rested, uh, Grandfather Zatembe will uh, invite you into his office. It's a slash between his his bunk and his office. You know, it's sort of think of a think of basically like a student dig's room. It's got a desk in one corner, a bunk in the other, so it's clearly, you know, it's a bit Spartan. Yeah. Work and play all together, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and Grandfather, it's a tempo, basically offers you in and, and kind of gestures towards, you know, whatever whatever, uh, whatever you'd like to sit on, the desk, the table, the, the bed even, and says to you that, you know, thanks you again for, for helping with the Zentrum, but as he says, it wasn't entirely necessary, but he, he appreciates the help. Um, so, Siliqui, she's going to lean against the wall. She's not going to sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, looking at him, listening. Uh, yeah. where's, the, where's everybody else at this point? Uh, Zibi's just going to stand with his arms crossed and uh, so, I well, we, we'd always like to try and help you there, Father. But, um, yeah, we didn't quite realise that there were quite the bigger knobs as they were. Zentrum, as I say, they are in many ways the uh, the Allosaurus of the city. They're uh, they're newcomers, really, but they're uh, they have this they have this position now. The merchant princes uh, use them a lot to uh, to help defend the city and indeed themselves. But they are now, uh, at some point. I'm going to kick them up their sore ass. Maybe not today, though. Uh, perhaps, perhaps one day somebody should. But for the time being, they are supposedly. He sort of rolls his eyes as he says, "Supposedly, they are supposedly here to, you know, help protect us from the dangers of the jungle." Uh, if, if you don't mind me asking, Grandfather, exactly how are they uh, apparently helping you guys? 
Well, as I say, the the dangers of the jungle affect all of us here in in Nianzaro. We we live in we live in you know well out of sight, out of mind, perhaps. But for those of us that are old enough to remember, we know the jungles are full of undead and dinosaurs that you know could threaten well all of us. Zentrim helped to bulk out the guard on the walls. I mean, I've definitely heard about the, the Flying Goblin Village, which is just madness. Oh, Flying Goblin Village? Apparently. You see, I told you there, little fella. Nobody looked, nobody's seen it except for you. Rana does not lie. I didn't say you did, but you might have been pissed when you saw it. Rana does not like to drink so much either. I'm suspecting rum. May <laughs> I ask the spell that the, the those ruffians were asking you to to do what was this spell or what was so special about the spell that they wanted you to do again oh that well i suppose i suppose i owe you that for for helping defend me it's of little consequence they simply asked me to to find someone they they've basically been asking me for the past week or so about this individual uh artist um He's apparently in Chalt, but as far as we can as far as we can tell, we if we can't tell anything about him, we think who is Artus? Artus is uh, Artus Artus Simba, um, and that name would ring a bell for uh, Siliqui and Percival. Okay. Um, I'm not I'm I'm not not going to do a whisper for this one. Artus Simba is a um, He's a member of a sort of shadowy isn't quite the right word, but they're a mysterious group called the Harpers. Uh, they are the moral they are the moral check of the world. They're a they're a group of ragtag adventurers um, that um, have sworn to keeping peace and fighting evil wherever they find it. That sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And Artus Simba okay. um, is one of those is one of those supposed Harpers. However. There is something there is something odd about him because tales of artist Simba have been persisting for at least a decade or so, um, and it's a bit it's a bit peculiar to be hearing of artist Simba in in Chalt when many would assume that he must be an old age by now. So there's something mm. weird going on about um, his agelessness. I don't know this man myself, but. It's strange. We have the name, and yet our divinities, our our divination into finding his location, have turned up nothing. It's as if something is preventing us from finding where he is. The Zentarim are convinced that we know where he is, and we are trying to hide him. But the honest truth is, we simply can't find him. Has Silicui seen him before? Uh, no, she wouldn't have done. However, she would have read about him. Just just wondering, Grandfather, but um, if you checked behind the sofa, that's usually where I find things. We don't... What? What's a sofa? Uh, 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 chaise lounge, you know. A <laughs> oh, uh, what? <laughs> he means a bloody great chair. Chair, yeah, there, there we go. Behind a chair? I, I don't think a chair would help would stop him against scrying and grandfather's timber is just sort of looking at you just kind of like oh you're that type grandfather 
Don't don't worry about Percy. He's a he's a little bit touched in the head. I think the heat he, might have got uh, to him. He comes from a special type of people, I believe. Uh, just no, just, I think just I humor can, him. I am here, you know. I'm sorry, Percival. I, I You're can't only half here. Just humor him. Zentrim. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, they've been growing persistent, trying to get us to spill the beans. But there's just, there's nothing to tell. We can't find him, no matter how much they pay us. Is Siliqui able to recollect any information of what she's read about him? Roll me a history check. I would also like to do the same. Uh, So you can roll that with advantage, or you can both roll a history check. I'm going to roll with advantage because I just did that. <laughs> Sorry. Yep, sure, by all means, roll with advantage. Hey! So, 18 plus history, did you say? That's so, a two. Uh, yes. Is That's it? a two. It's so I've got 18. Uh, but her no, second, the first one her was... second roll was an 18. Oh, it hasn't yeah. displayed. Yeah. Hasn't, it uh, hasn't no, displayed, it hasn't displayed for mine, so I will, I will believe that she has an 18 because <laughs> I can see it. Um, it and history is, is a plus <laughs> yeah. three, so 21. 21, okay. So what you remember of Artis Simba, um, for you, Siliqui, this actually mostly comes from uh, the diary that you have of Robert. Um, he basically talks about having uh, having worked with Artis Simba in the past. Um, the incident in question you can remember is... Uh, I, I uh, This is where I'm trying to come up with something on the spot. Um... <laughs> Uh, he's basically he's he's a character that um, Robert has has quested with in the past, um, and you know by all intents and purposes Robert thought that um, Artus was a was a down to her to earth and decent decent human being. Would this have been before um, so the oh, yes. time with Robert? Okay. Yeah, long before. Okay, so Robert trusted him. Um, in that case, if he's right. Basically, this diary that um, Greg's talking about is a notebook of information that um, my, the person that I used to work for, um, that I now I now have his his um, notebook and diary of, of his adventures and his mm-hmm. um, information. This, so this has got it in. Yeah. This is a little bit of this is a little bit of meta gaming because, of course, I I kind of doubt that based on this soliloquy, we just pull out the diary and talk about it. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, just just for metagaming information, that's what we're talking about. Oh, would I need to? Sorry, uh, should I have? Uh, I don't know. How, would I have basically just explained? Well, actually, people would have probably said, "How the hell do you know this?" And then I could have talked about a diary. Is that make I mean, more sense? yeah, I suppose that would make more sense. Again, it, it depends. <laughs> it depends on how it depends on how you how you want to want to play it. This is me. I'm just basically telling yeah. you what your character knows. It's then up to you whether you want to divulge that and where you got that information from to the others. So yeah, so grandfather's attempt may basically sort of he, he listens to listens to what you what you have to say, but as he says again, his his main problem is just that even even with a name, which is you know one of the things that really helps with uh, with divining things, even if they've been uh, shielded or in some way cloaked by efforts to scry them, it's just it's just proving impossible. They just draw a blank. Um, is he dead? Has anyone considered that? Yes. Possible. It is one. It would possibly be one of the things. But if he was dead and scryable, we would see a body. Yeah, but you know, things eat other things. You know, mm-hmm. I hear there's some pretty big things out there. Pretty big things. And he sort of looks at you a bit pityingly. 
is correct. He could be trapped somewhere and could be put into a place um, with magic or anything else blocking people scrying or finding him. He could be captured. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Maybe he's stuck in the goblin village. Possible. All things could be possible as far as our divines are, are concerned. It's it's an impossible question. But I, I apologise. I realise I've been talking about my problems. Uh, you you came to see me for something? Was, was, was there anything I can help you with? Why did we come and see him, by the way? I forgot. <laughs> we were going to ask him for any information on um, what is in that jungle, you know, the undead, or what might be causing the undead to stop rising. and Looking, uh, for, somewhere we, we, looking for a place to start the search oh, yes. for the soulmonger. Oh, oh, yeah. Now... Now, I think essentially, uh, was that it that they, they might have some idea about uh, one of the parties that went down one of the ah, rivers. Yeah, as a reminder, um, uh, what your party would, uh, your party, from what I can remember, you decided to come and visit gra- Grandfather Zatembe because uh, the first party that uh, came to Cholt commissioned him to look into the source of the of the death curse and then they went off on an expedition and just sort of disappeared and never came back to get the answer from the temple of Severus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're here to cash in. Yeah, pretty yes. much. So we would like to know what happened or what, or if he had got around to get retrieving the information that the previous party requested previously. I did find this lottery ticket. I swear I bought it. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Grandfather's Zatembe kind of he drinks his hands a bit and is and looks a little bit mollified and tells you that unfortunately unfortunately this is two for two on uh, on our on our divines not being able to find information this death curse that your original group you you speak of uh, asked for we could find no no information again and to be perfectly honest it's I doubt myself whether this death curse has anything to do with Chalt at all. So outsiders have come here and potentially um, started this death curse um, without it necessarily being direct, you know, directly related to Chalt's more of a... Uh, it could be anywhere, or...? So I will... I will draw your attention again to something that Grandfather's Tembe said before, that knowing a name makes it easier to pierce the veil of scrying. Ah. Ah, um, now. So now we know his name is... His journal. Yes. Simba. No. Not... Or that, but, or that we know no, Robert's name. But we know, we know that they could not find Simba. On mm-hmm. the other hand, we had the name of the journal of the wizard who was searching, and he must have had his name at the journal. So, oh, the diary. Do you mean? Yes, the okay. diary. Checking, we... checking the um the the cover. Usually, somebody will write it, like ex libris or something like that. You know. Oh no, this is the second Se- one, isn't it? This is a, this is a different one to the book. Because there was another book. Secret there, diary for wizard. Don't read. Uh, must be girly stuff in there. <laughs> uh, so, which which journal are we looking at? Is this the ger- original journal? Journal, journal with con- with the oh, control rod. Yes. Yeah, with the shield okay. guardian. Yes. With the sketching. The second group found a journal. Uh, that journal um, was recovered from where the second group were found dead. Um, 
and that journal had um, had details of a shield guardian and its control rod. Um, and uh, give me, if you're looking in it for a name, give me an investigation roll. Who's got the journal? No, I think you have. I thought you had it. Me? Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll do an I mean, you were, you, you were you were reading it, Siliqui, so, yeah. That's, that's because she's a nosy bitch. <laughs> it's, either, it's either you or Rana. Cool. And is it, did you say investigation? Yeah. 19, uh, please. 19. Okay, yeah. looking, uh, uh Looking inside, you can just about make out at the front of the book um, what looks like, what looks like a name but all you can really make out is the E and M at the beginning. So it starts with E and M. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I but tell unfor- how... Can I work out how many other letters there are, even if I can't read them? Um... Like, can I see the blur of where a letter was or something like that? trying to think what skill that would be. Um... Calligraphy? No. No, calligraphy is... Investigation, possibly again. Yeah, insight, perception. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go for uh, perception because you're you're trying to you're trying to sort yeah. of you you found you found the name, but you're trying to you're trying to make it make out what they actually I... says. Oh, that's always <laughs> funny. That's stuck on this bit. But if, I've got plus uh, five. Hold on, uh, um, Rana, being highly perceptive, will step forward and try and peer into the book as well, and will also. See if he can uh, work out how many letters okay. are give in me, the book. Give me a roll. So, so mine was seven. Twenty. And, and his is twenty. Okay, dokie. I have plus five to perception. Yeah, same as. You are perceptive, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Rana, you were able to make out the uh, that the name was most likely Emrys. Okay. Emrys. Mm-hmm. Does Does Rana tell us this? Because I yes. That Name is most likely. <laughs> uh, in fact, no. Rana struggles with words, so he can spell it out because his intelligence <laughs> is low. Yeah. Uh, Rana thinks is E M R for raptor, I iguana, S snake. Amazing! I love I love the phonetics of the culturally appropriate for your area. <laughs> Thank you. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, at the mention of the name Emrys, um, Grandfather Zatembe uh, sort of looks a bit halfway between grave and amused, um, and uh, and informs you that he has seen this journal before, um, and that Wakanga had already come to ask about this Emrys, and he had uh, he had been able to divine that uh, Emrys was currently in the belly of a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> Tick tock, tick tock. Okay, tick-tock. so. Where is Crocodile? <laughs> In a river. I think we know who we're looking for. <laughs> it's ticking slowly but surely. <laughs> um, it's looking for somebody with a hook. Yeah. yeah. So, if you're. Is anybody able to locate objects or anything like that to know? Although, it wouldn't make a difference if he's dead and in a crocodile. It wouldn't no, really... I haven't. Although. You can't bring him um, back because no one can bring anything back at the moment in that in Schultz. Hold on. Um, Rana looks like he's thinking really hard because this is this is this is difficult for him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Rana says, uh, easy to find or easier to find uh, a name. Is this correct? Is this right? Easy to find if you have a name. This is quite correct, my friend. It is uh, it is difficult to find to find the source of something if you don't know what it is called. Uh, Rana says, uh, "What if cannot find wizard? Wizard is dead, but I see the rod is worn by goblin priestess, goblin princess. If have name of tribe, you can find goblin tribe." I I think I could I could I could find that yes that would be easier to to ask at the divines now pause for a moment whilst whilst I frantically try and find my background document that has <laughs> sorry to would horribly like, break immersion would, I was about to say would you like me to Damn. just tell you what the name of it is <laughs> yes that would be great because it's, it's a big document <laughs> I can't remember it's really really work Rana sterling work so the so the so the name of the village so the name of the village in question you're thinking of uh, Rana is Yelyark that's it Yelyark mm-hmm. so goblin tribe how do you spell that uh, Y-E-L-L Y-E-L-L Y-A-R-K Yale Yark okay. Yale Yark, yes You spell it like you say it I like it mm-hmm. um, Rana will sort of peer at Tatembi and say um, You can find Yale Yark? I, I think I can I think I can find Yale Yark, yes it's... What is cost of finding Yale Yark? He kind of wrings his hands a little bit. He's just sort of thinking, "Well, normally we would we would ask for a uh, a, a, a small donation, of course, uh, to the to the upkeep of the temple. But you you did defend my honour. I would be willing to to ask the divines this question for free of charge this this time. But as I say, we generally and at this point there is a sudden knock on the door." And the door opens, and a a woman comes in, um, who who sort of starts starts speaking and sort of says, "Grandfather Zatembe, I have to ask you." Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Grandfather looks up and just says, "It's it's all right, uh, friends. This is uh, this is in Inet, my uh, my my student. What is it, Inet?" And she sort of says, "I, sorry, no, I can I I can wait. It's just." It was about the Aldani Basin, uh, grandfather. And grandfather simply says, uh, "Just give me, give me a moment. Come back in half an hour, Netta." And she just sort of she she sort of smiles at you guys and and just politely backs out of the backs out of the uh, door again. Rana, Rana holds up a hand and says, um, "Aldani Basin is downriver from my village. Would be good to know." information about this place if you know something well I mean I'm I'm not supposed to well grandfather's attempt sort of ushers her in and says please by by all means if you if you wish to wish to speak Ninetta sort of awkwardly kind of closes the door um, and sort of glances around at you guys again and then just ad- addresses grandfather's attempt again fiddling a little bit with her with her shawls I say shawls, so it's kind of like cloth, um, toga kind of thing. Um, and she says, well, I was looking into trying to map some of the some of the waterways uh, a bit more. And I've, 
well, I've had, I've had dreams. And not normal dreams, but visions. For the past couple of nights, I have dreamt that, I have dreamt that there is something, something evil in the Aldani basement. Some red men, I think, have sort of come come to Cholt. I don't know what they were doing, but it it's got me worried, Grandfather. I would like permission to to, to take an expedition to to the Aldani Basin and and investigate these these uh, these visions. Inet, have you ever had visions or dreams like this before that ever became anything uh, when we, you investigated? We of Sephiroth occasionally we are blessed with with visions of uh, of things happening in Cholt. It's part of the reason that the temple is is still a, is still is still going here in Cholt, though the worship of Sephiroth himself has has died out. We we do have the ability to see things such as the sinking of merchant ships and you know the, the you know the potential uh, the potential for the weather to change mundane things but once in a while we do also get something a little more occult have you had any visions of anybody successfully finding this death curse or or have you ever seen death, us, any death of us cult? here you, in a vision? No, no. I, I simply, I've had dreams of the past week of of the Aldani Basin and these red men. Can you describe these red men any better? It is the way of dreams that details seem to flee the moment your eyes open. But Rana, this... Rana leans forward and he gets sort of quite intent, and he mm. says, "Um, in dream." you see red men do you see heart the, the heart is there yes I don't know if it's significant but it is it's shadowing them Rana looks worried about this and sort of sits back down looking a bit unnerved yeah what's what's that about heart there Rana river runs south into basin Aye. basin is swamp marsh snake and okay. spider bad hunting above the basin hangs the heart what is the heart though little man Rana sort of shrugs and looks like he's uncomfortable talking he says heart is heart it's big it hangs it beats. Sometimes travellers go seeking the heart. I have not heard of any who returned. We do not go there. The spirits are bad. Omens are bad. Elder tells us we cannot go there. Whose heart is it? Heart of God, perhaps? Heart is large, can see for many miles. Size of... Size of small mountain. Well, sounds like something I want to see. You're going to need more ink. Is it is the heart good or evil? If I am correct, and this is now Grandfather Zatembe that speaks up, if I am correct in in interpreting uh, young Big Rana, was it? Rana, yes, his name. Yep. If I'm right, 
in assuming that they are connected. I have heard before talk of explorers who, who went to the Aldani Basin and of of those faithful that remain true to Obtubo. Obtubo was the original uh, father of Cholt, the god of the old empire we used to, we used to, I say we, but the Choltans used to have across the peninsula. They say when Obtol turned his back on the people of Cholt, he left behind his still-beating heart, floating over the jungle. And I have heard rumours. I, of course, never thought much of them, thought perhaps they were the fevered imaginings of uh, someone with shivering sickness, but perhaps, perhaps there is something to them. How do you spell that, how do you spell that name? Uh, the god's name is, uh, oh, I, again, I'm not entirely sure I'm pronouncing it correctly, but it is U B T A O. T A. Is it U B T A O? Ubtao. 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 Yeah. It probably is, I'm probably like horrendously butchering it. Ubtao girl. Got it. Yeah. Oops, I'll funk you up. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Grandfather Satimbe thinks hard and he says, Well, I tell you what I will do. In gratitude for your your aid this morning, myself and Annette will consult the guides, as, as we call it, for these two... these two questions. We will... Have a look into where Yelliark is for you. Rana nods. And we will look into this heart of Uptau and see what we see what we can divine. The process is simple enough, but it is timely. I will have to consult for around twenty hours. If you come back tomorrow morning, we shall have answers for you. Quite a specific amount of time, isn't it? Twenty hours. <laughs> Hush you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you arguing with the DM? <laughs> Far be it from me to say anything like that. Listen to me, Percy. When it comes to gods, they do things on their own time scale. It's far be it from us to argue with them. So shut your noise. I am not arguing. <laughs> we must consult the eye. And we shall we shall find what information we can and once we have that information we will we will let you know tomorrow morning lovely thank you old man Grandfather Satembi thank you very much for all your help you're very welcome as I say thank you thank you for defending my honour this morning even no I only wish I could have done more you're too kind you're too kind cleric Yes, I'm just glad we managed to scare them off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's exactly what happened. Uh, <laughs> I won't be I'll, coming back in a hurry. <laughs> I'll, I'll raise my eyebrow at the, the other two. <laughs> Rana, Rana, Rana subconsciously rubs the, the healed areas where his multiple stab wounds were. <laughs> multiple stab wounds, yeah. <laughs> um, is, is there anything like a, a, a collection plate or anything like that in the, mm-hmm. in the room where we are? <laughs> Not in the um, room where you are. However, um, 
uh, d -d -d if you were to if you were to ask grandfather's tembe he tells you that they have a uh, they have a sort of collection room it's not it's not exactly like wow. a clerical what? a clerical no, I was just, I, I was just trying to think of somewhere where I could just uh, leave uh, like uh, one gold piece just as a, a token offering. Um, okay, so if you're if you're thinking of doing something like that, it will probably have to be you'd need a sleight of hand um, to say leave it maybe on maybe on the bed or wherever you happen to be standing to sort of like leave it somewhere. Um, yeah, I just, just if there's like a, a little shelf or a cupboard or something. Um, I mean, of course, if just. If you're not if you're not just about doing it openly, you could always just give it to grandfather's attempt, eh? Leave it on the nightstand. Uh, well, I don't want to. I don't want it to come across as being sort of furtive. Furtive, yeah. Philoquay yeah, sort of... is quite creative. If there's any piece of paper or anything like that in the room, she could fold it into like a little, almost like very basic um, origami type dish or something. If he wants to do <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I mean, I, little, I'm kind of assuming pop. here. Let's say you've just been doing that. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say here, Siliqui, because Zibby is asking to do this in a non-furtive way. You don't, unless Zibby makes it obvious to you. Um, you don't know that that's what he's doing. Um, okay. So I would just say, yeah, if you want to sort of surreptitiously leave it somewhere, I'd like a stealth, a uh, sleight of hand from you. Um, no, Nick. well, yeah, uh, no, I don't, uh, I don't really, really do it uh, very subtly. Actually, uh, I tell you what, I'll do. Uh, when I uh, when I've said thank you to Grandfather Satembi. Mm -hmm. um, I'll just leave the uh, the coin on the side and just nod. Okay, dokie. In which case, rather Satembe sort of sees sees your gesture and he just he he puts his hand to, hands together and just says, "Thank you, and bless you all. Safe, safe, uh, safe, safe travels. And if if you if you have any need of uh, information, the uh, uh, the acolyte at the door, uh, Gary." He will be able to. Uh, Gary, yeah. He will be able to uh, stand up, guy. Gary, spelt with threes, um, <laughs> and not where you think they are. It doesn't matter how it's spelt; it's still, it's still pronounced Gary. It's still pronounced Gary. Yes. Uh, Very tricky pronunciation. He will. Uh, he will. He will be able to assist you with uh, with with finding your way about uh, with directing you. He won't. He won't, of course, be able to to guide you about the city, but he can send you in the right direction. Grandfather Satembe, can I just thank you for your help today? But also, do you think the um, assassins um, that we helped you with today? Do you think they will give us any trouble? Do you think they will, if they find us in the village, that they will give us any more trouble at all? The Zentarim, they could be, they could be fickle. Depends on, depends on their mood. I would, I would watch my back, but generally speaking, if they, if they feel they have got off, uh, well, shall we say, on the, on the high note, um, however undeserving that might have been, they will generally, they will probably have forgotten about you by now. Okay. No offence, of course. Well, I'd rather them leave us alone. Hey, well, as long as they've forgotten about us, I'm not going to forget about them. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to come back. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that if you guys bump into these guys again, you will definitely recognise them. And we won't just run in and hit them with a hammer. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say I promise, but we'll try. <laughs> 
Uh, is there anything else you want to ask of uh, Inet or uh, Grandfather's attempt mages now? Uh, well, uh, on the way out, I'd, I'd like to shake um, uh, Grandfather's attempt hand and just say, look, if you if you happen to think of anything else, anything at all, uh, we, we're staying with Wakanga for the moment, but if we're not there, he'll know where we are. I see. We are. We are. We have a good relationship with uh, Prince Prince uh, Wakanga. We will. Uh, we will. We will send you a message. Yeah. Thank you. I've just got this image of Percy walking out with uh, giving out little signed uh, pictures of himself. Uh, any, anything at all? Anything at all? Uh, I don't. Uh, here I we are. Don't uh, have anything on me. I do apologise. With a nice big peacock feather quill as well. Can somebody help me carry my bags? As you guys, as you guys head out, um, since the since you are not in quite so high stakes, you can uh, you can take appreciation of the uh, of the hall that you were in. Whereas before, as far as you were concerned, it was just a a, a blank, uh, almost almost grit even um, that you were that you were walking through. Um, uh, you do actually see that actually above you is quite is quite a spectacular sight. Um, it seems that the uh, that the entrance hall actually opens all the way to the roof, uh, which you realise now is made of glass, um, and it's is and it's domed and it's got sort of it's got white panes around the outside and a sort of central blue bit but most of that is obscured by a platform that seems to hang just beneath it and as you as you walk across the entrance hall and, and sort of glance up you get the feeling that it's like a it's like an enormous eye staring straight up at the at the sky i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to talk to the abbot about this i'm gonna have to get one of these installed in the, in the temple i think <laughs> it's a look good it's a look good in the temple <laughs> Maybe a bit more bloodshot, but uh, aye, that'll look good. Mm-hmm. So you walk across this entrance hall, um, and it's yeah, it's sort of the light. The light from the sun is starting to starting to shine through. You find Gary is is another another acolyte of the temple, standing at the doors, greeting anybody that looks like they're sort of new, sort of directing them to where they want to go. And he sort of looks to you and says, uh, um, "Hi, uh, can I can I can I help you guys at all?" So where are we going to go first? Do we want to go to have a look what jobs are about at the harbour? Or do we want to... Yeah, I think so. Go anywhere else first. If to travel in jungle, we will need food, water, provisions. All this requires money. And Rana looks kind of annoyed and sort of looked around the city and said, it's difficult to hunt here. So few things to eat. Hmm... Maybe we should try and earn some money and some cash first. Um, do people want to... I'm sorry, what? Do a job. Earn money. Work. Uh, Get your hands yeah. dirty, Percival. Adventure, you mean. Adventure. That's what I'm hearing. Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Rana agrees. If man at docks has jobs to earn money, if money is what we need, then money we should get. I, to the docks it is then. Okay, thank you. And I think it's over there. I can see the seagulls. Are we all going to speak to Gary to get directions to the uh, harbour then to look for a job? Gary. Gaza, yep. Don't call him Gaza, he's not a commoner. I'm just transferring <laughs> you. I'm transferring you now to uh, the map of Portney and Zara so you get a better idea of uh, where you yeah. may may or may not want to go. As you leave the Temple of Sebras, um, you sort of step out into Nianzaro proper. From where you are currently, 
you mm. guys are at this temple just here. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope you should be able to see, uh, see my little green thing. Yep. Um, yep. Gary basically directs you to the... Um, if you're looking to go to the Harbour Master's office, uh, you're going to want to go to this building down here. Oh, hang on, I've got to move you along. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. So just down here, just just beside the harbour harbour wall. And as you come out, you're surrounded by uh, other houses that look like Wakunga's place, sort of the, I get more of the upmarket sort of, you know, posh houses that have got, you know, walled gardens. Kind of villas. It's now sort of getting towards sort of midday. Um, and uh, Zibby, um, as I believe you are in chainmail, and I don't think anybody else is in heavy armour, are you? Uh, yes, Never. I am wearing chainmail, yes. I'm not wearing any armour. Uh, you're just wearing nothing, Siliqui. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, yeah, she's, um, it's... yeah, she has a gun. Oh, she, she is, she's a slut bag, you know. Yep. Uh, she, she is apparently a slut bag. Oh, no, I said that out loud. Okay, bleep that. Um, <laughs> right. Anyway. Fix it in post. Well, fix it in post, exactly. yeah. Um, as you sort of are walking through the streets, Zibby, you start to find that the heat of the sun, even though the even though the day is actually it's surprisingly dry, the heat of the sun is is starting to get quite warm. Um, and of course, uh, a nice 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 chainmail shirt like that starts to starts to chafe a little bit. It's not not enough to impose any kind of uh, disadvantage on you just now, but that's just 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 a little bit of little bit uncomfortable as you as you descend down the hill uh, that you realise you were on. Are we going past anywhere that sells anything at the moment? Or I guess not. Uh, the only places that you can see at the minute are all just sort of, they're, they're just houses. Um, this is a sort of, this again is a very upmarket, um, if that makes sense. No shops or street vendors or anything like that? Uh, no, there aren't any. There aren't any street vendors, I'm afraid. It is mostly just a domestic um, area of Portney and Zaro. As you round the corner, you get a much wider view of Portney and Zaro, and you can see across the harbour. You can see there are a couple of ships have made landfall. Uh, you can see that in the middle of the harbour there is a uh, what looks to be a tall, a tall statue of a man. Um, I'm just drawing your attention to it at the minute. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and you can see a uh, sort of large warehouse district over <laughs> here. This is where the where the piers are jutting out into the water. Perhaps most jarringly for some of you who are not from uh, from Jolt, the streets as you sort of descend down off of the hill are actually frequently, not frequently by Cholt's standard, but uh, it frequently by your standards, they are populated with dinosaurs of all shapes and sizes. Uh, there's a triceratops pulling a heavy cartload of goods. There are a cu- couple of guards that look like they, they're going past on muzzled allosauruses. Allosauri? Yeah. Um, what's an allosaurus? Uh, what type so of allosaurus is that? So, uh, so, you know, so I'm sure you all know what a triceratops is, but an allosaurus yeah. is essentially it's a semi-quadruped uh, um, carnivore. Um, which looks like a very large velociraptor, basically. Oh, okay. Or a very small T-Rex. Or a very okay. small T-Rex, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You actually recognise the route you're walking down as the route you took when you first arrived in Chalt, and now that you now that you're sort of in the in the daylight, you can see all the sort of fantastic colours that the various buildings are painted in, usually in sort of geometric patterns, or some of them even seeming to depict uh, Chalton heroes fighting monsters. 
And you make your way down to the seaside, um, to the to the seaside. Um, <laughs> 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 ice cream and fish and chips all right. <laughs> <laughs> you make your way down to the dockside, and you sort of you move away from the from the hustle and bustle. Uh, you start approaching the building that you were described, um, and you find yourself at the hub master's office. Now the hub master's office is. It's a, it's it's more lively now. When you first uh, when you first arrived, it just looked like a sort of a closed, boarded up building. Now that the sun has come out and sort of business is going, uh, they've essentially opened it up, kind of like sort of you imagine like a tuck shop kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of it's clearly got like the offices. Uh, the offices are, are in the hut, but the actual front of the hut has been thrown open. There's sort of a shade has been pulled up so the people queuing for the desks can sort of stand out of the sunlight. There's a board to the left uh, that appears to have a whole bunch of different adverts, some of which have have sort of faces on them, almost like wanted photos, but they, they appear to be like adverts, like sort of personal adverts, rather than say like, uh, oh, this person is wanted for X amount of money. It's more, here, I can do these jobs for this amount of money. Mm, okay, it. so it's people advertising themselves as opposed to the jobs people won't feel. Well, it's a bit it's a bit of both. There are some other some other um notices on that board that do look like sort of requests for help. Mm-hmm. Um, but there yep, is also yep. there are also a number of clerks that are clearly sort of they're halfway between doing paperwork and uh dealing with one or two people that are sort of they seem to be asking questions. Mostly it seems to be asking, you know, where can I find some more uh, some more beer? Where can I find a place to stay? They look up in that way customer service people do, where they they're kind of they you know hi, hi, how can I help? What, what would you like some some help with? Mm-hmm. Uh, hi. So uh, what would you guys like to take a look at or speak to? Well, I think if we take a little look at the uh, the help wanted ads first, if we can't see anything that's particularly suitable for our uh, multitude of skills, uh, namely hitting things until they fall down. Um, I think then we can ask the uh, customer service people. Mm-hmm. Um, Rana looks at everything that's on the board, but focuses quite specifically on the pictures, uh, not really paying much attention to what's written. Uh, what do you guys want to have a look at? Do you want to have a look at the uh, help wanted posters or the um, offers of help posters? Um, I'm going to look help. at the help wanted posters. As am I. On the help wanted uh, posters, there are four requests for help. There is one from a man named Kalua. How just spell that? Kalua. Uh, Kalua. Yes. Um, it is spelt. He sounds K- delicious. <laughs> it's K apostrophe L A H U. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like Kalua to me. It does. It's close close as it can get. This gentleman appears to be asking for help with collecting a gambler's debt. He offers essentially a 10% of whatever you are able to uh, wrangle from the miscreant, I guess. Uh, yeah. The miscreant in question. He asks you to meet you uh, by uh, in the tavern at the Red Bazaar. Tavern at Red Bazaar, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he say when to meet him? No, he just—he's basically saying if you want to help out, find me at the find me at the tavern. Okay. It's kind of set up in a way. It's just sort of like I want to go collect this debt, but I need some hired muscle to help me out. And I'm always in the pub, so you'll yeah, find me basically. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the second help wanted um, is from 
one Undril Silver Tusk. Undril Silver Tusk, yeah. Who is a priest of Torm, requiring guides and protection to help her reach Camp Righteous. And she has been misled, uh, the uh, the label says. Uh, she can also be found in the uh, tavern at the Red Bazaar where she is staying. Oh, okay. She's staying as opposed to getting wasted. Okay, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that happen. And what was she? What do we get for her? She doesn't actually. She doesn't actually give a value, but she says that the paladins at uh, Camp Righteous would be uh, would be sure to reward you for help for aiding her. Okay. So paladins. To Rana. Rana, sort of um, on the assumption that somebody else, you know. Is, this has been read out and everyone's discussing it Rana leans forward and says um, Camp Righteous is on way to Basin is on way to Hart um, so um, that might be easy then also uh, Siliqui she, she's quite perceptive anyway and she notices quite quickly that Rana may have difficulty reading um, uh-huh. so, she's, so she's reading all the words of everything aloud in a kind of as pretending she's reading it to herself not to offend him and you know bring attention to the fact that he might be able to but she's actually doing it for his benefit really um, so yeah so that's how he can read everything that's, you know he knows what's yeah. being said what's, that's what's, helped. what's going on yep. yeah. I assume it's kind of that sort of it's, it's just like nobody's 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 uh, mentioning that this is what's happening but this is what's happening <laughs> yes th- between the yeah. lines yes. she can tell he's young and she's you know she kind of um, she's Slightly kind of parenting, not parenting, but you know, kind of an okay helicoptering. No, no, not totally. An annoying way. It's more like uh, maybe I can help him. So as as this is as this is happening though, um, uh, Percival is just kind of hanging around, just just behind uh, Rana, just kind of saying, "I don't suppose you've read any of my books, have you?" The man who's lived his entire life in the jungle has he read the books of the great Percival Silverlight? I point, wonder. At this point, I am looking over the back of Rana's head because Rana's not facing me at Percival's face, giving him all the looks and faces to try to shut him up, to not like, make insults without, to Rana. Without, without, still sort of focusing on the board in front of him uh, Rana sort of tilted his head sideways so you know so he's sort of speaking over his shoulder and says you know um, uh, a man's life or history is written on his face I mean just carries on sort of you know looking at things I must be super interesting then Siliqui then looks back at Zippy and gives an raised eyebrow again at Zippy what's wrong with your eyebrows anyway find anything (laughs) Zippy Zippy standing behind Percival just face palms (laughs) (laughs) just oh what have we got ourselves into (laughs) oh by the way just because uh, we're unlikely to get into any fights just at this second uh, he stripped off his uh, chainmail um, coat, and mm-hmm. uh, he's got it uh, tossed over one shoulder. What? What about the bear skin? That's tossed over the other shoulder. Mm. So, Siliqui's like... other eyebrow unintentionally flicks up. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with your eyebrows? <laughs> They've a mind of their own. <laughs> 
Everybody's going nuts. Anyway, the <laughs> third the third poster just just bringing us back to the to what was going on. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, the third poster is from a man called Omala. How are you spelling that one? Omala. O M A L A. Yeah. Um, is a master colorist. Uh, he has uh, he has basically sent a request for um, for aid, as he is basically saying he he's got himself in some trouble. He's very non-descriptive about what exactly uh, he's in trouble for, but he basically requires those of strong arms and fortitude to aid him with a uh, with a difficult task. And um, what's okay. the master colorist? Master colorist, um, you can deduce from the fact that he says he can be found at the dye works that he basically dyes cloth. Okay, um, right. so it would be. I mean, do, does it matter that he's a master colorist? Do we need to know that, or is he in trouble more? No, it's, it just, like it's just it's just it's just his it's just his description of himself. Oh, okay. I think he wants us to carry stuff <laughs> because of strong arms and fortitude. <laughs> That's what I reckon. He similarly doesn't uh, doesn't state a price, but he doesn't state an exact price, but says that he would reward handsomely anyone that helped him. Okay. Yeah, fair um, enough. Okay. What's the fourth one? The fourth one is a very official-looking one, whereas the rest have all sort of been. They appear to be sort of like handwritten. This one looks like it's been, you know, it it's been it's been printed like properly, um, and you know someone has someone has taken great care in making sure it's very legible, um, easy to read, um, and it is a request from uh, Leric Dashlind. How do you spell that one? <sighs> I don't know how to spell everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is spelled L-E-R-E-K, and he is a representative of the Lord's Alliance, um, and it is a request for an accurate map of Chort uh, with as much detail as possible. In exchange for, se- for such a map, uh, the Lord's Alliance is willing to trade a sailing ship to anyone that can produce such a accurate and verifiable map of Chort. For more details, seek Leric at... Where did I put Leric? Sorry, bear with me. That's right. Up. Next door to Wachanga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he says to seek him out in the Merchant's Ward, uh, which is back where you where you guys have come from, it's essentially one of these buildings over here. And what did he offer as a um, reward? Yeah, a, uh, ship. a sailing ship. And it's an, an entirety of Chalt that we're looking at here, rather than an area. The coastline. He says for specifics, please meet with him. Uh, but he, yeah, he just he, he just says a map with as much information on the Chalt uh, landscape as possible. Okay, so. Oh, okay, so anybody good at drawing? I'm I'm actually a painter. However. Does any does anybody have any cartography skills? No. Uh, I mean, no. No. In short. <laughs> <laughs> you would you because car you, you would need a cartographer's set. Would you not? Yeah. The correct because you need measuring you need instruments to, and everything to draw a map. You can't just eyeball it. No, if you you need to be um, proficient in the cartographer's set as well, wouldn't you? Well, we could just lie. You could just you could just lie, Zibby. <laughs> But then... I wouldn't, obviously, because I'm a cleric. But uh, <laughs> of course, don't, although, don't tell the app. Although, although I am chaotic good, 
So um, lying for the benefit of certain things is well within my uh, remit. But Just, we could, yeah. if between me and Rana, as <laughs> Rana knows a lot of children, and also the more people we come across, if I'm able to draw in an artistic way um, and paint uh, parts of a map, even if they're not perfectly accurate, then if we come across a cartographer, we could give him what I've managed to paint and get the cartographer to then turn it into a proper map, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As long as you had... As long as you had notes, you knew how how far and how long it took you to travel between point to point. So you could yeah. Estimate distances and things. Yes, mm. but that seems like it seems like a, a long term project. Like the yeah. ship would be good, but the ship is immediately useful. It might be something we could do on our downtime every evening. You know, the bits that we've come like gone past, we just do a little bit of a a drawing. Well, we'd be, and then we'd be doing it as we go. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. Like write notes so on it and then draw it. it it might be worth talking to this chap and then seeing if he's willing to give us a cartographer's set, whatever the hell it is. Oh, that's a yeah. good point. However, we are not proficient in the cartographer's set. He doesn't know that. <laughs> um, True. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we could still get a proper cartographer eventually to translate it to, so if we had the instruments we could you know get somebody else to do it i suppose i think thinking looking at the at the four tasks i think two of them are require leaving the city almost certainly and are long extended trips but yeah. that's kind of what we're building up to anyway so well, i think yeah. it makes so well, two- I mean, it's the case of i mean I, I think i would say that once we have funds i think escorting the priest mm-hmm. is sensible in the sense that if we're going to go off into the junk for, um, for example if we were to go and find the heart for example if we get the information yeah um from the priest then that's something that we could do on route so yeah we i mean have, we, we could, could do we two could and four at the same time whilst we're on route anyway couldn't we two birds one stone yeah, yeah. but the other ones need, but money is needed now yeah so well the if we was think about doing two that they one about us meeting them in the pub to talk to anyway and um, being that number one is also in the pub we could always talk to both of them being that we're in the pub anyway um, yep. to find out a bit more about the other one although it is a gambler's debt um, which probably means we'd be on, in a fight um, yep, and then probably. the number three is the colourist dude with the strong arms of fortitude needed at the dive works I mean that might be a fight as well um, uh, possibly but it might be worth talking to him to see what he actually is or how much reward because he doesn't mention it he just I mean, says a, a reward you know you'd be happy I was just going to go in and punch the guy that's maybe not yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's one answer um... <laughs> look, look where that got us last violence time. is always yeah. an option um, do you think it's worth being that the um, um, where is, is worth... the where, where is the dye works sorry on the map because that's pertinent oh, to where we choose um, to go next. Right, yeah. so uh, so yes, yeah, so the dye works is down here. It's down at the bottom of the map. Oh, right, down the bottom. Oh, it's yeah. quite a way so away it's literally, anyway. It's across, it's across the harbour from you guys. Okay. And where is the tavern? Uh, the tavern, it is near the Red Bazaar, which is actually over... So uh, if you zoom now, uh, it is here. Oh, right, Somewhere. down there. Okay, yep. So okay. the tavern's well, the, there, and it's a dye... They're both quite far away. 
Is the die works that way as well, did you say? Yeah, yeah, the, die, the die works is oh, yeah, wow. over here. Yeah, so whereas, I was... oh, okay. whereas the Lord's Alliance guy was actually back up just where you came from. Yeah. Well, we could possibly go and speak to him on the way home. Yeah. Really, couldn't we? Um, so if we speak to him, um, then there's two people in the pub, one person in the die works. Uh, but did we want to look at as well the other board that's showing people offering themselves? Perhaps as a cartographer. Yeah, or or as a guide or something. You know, something so, might be useful. Assuming, assuming that while you guys are standing there, you sort of you're glancing at these at these other posters as well. The help offered posters. Quite a few of them seem to be almost kind of generic um, mercenaries for hire. But mm-hmm. quite a few of the prominent ones are actually on closer inspection are offers of guides. These are people who are essentially selling themselves as uh, guides to the jungles of Chort. If you are interested in hiring any of them as a guide to help you through the jungle, um, you can either find them somewhere in Port Nianzaro, um, or you can speak directly to Jobel, who is the merchant prince who has the monopoly on guides and mercenaries for expeditions into the jungles of Chort. Okay. That might be worth doing later. Yeah, so it's worth seeing how far Rana, you know, what areas Rana can help with first before we need any extra help. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, yeah, seeing, you know, go as far as we can with him first. And then... Okay, thanks. The one thing, as you're kind of like generically glancing at them, not like specifically looking at um, who each of them are, the one thing you can generically pick up from the guides is that the majority of them um, charge five gold pieces per day of the expedition uh, with a payment for 30 days up front. But some of them do detail um, specific conditions where they will waive the fees if you aid them. Oh, so basically we could do something back for them. As yeah, a, if you, if you yeah, go okay. on an expedition to help them with their particular, uh, shall we say, personal quest, for want of a better word, um, yep. then they will waive the fees entirely for being a guide for them. Okay. So okay. we're going to need money probably for them anyway, and even if we do help them, I think that'll probably be better when we've levelled up a bit so we're not totally useless yeah. to help them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think the, the, the sensible thing would be... I mean, I think if, if we do map... Yeah. Or we discuss, see what we required. I think we should mm-hmm. go to the dye makers, the colorists, second. Yeah. Because it's going to be dark eventually, and we're better to end up at mm-hmm. the end of the day, but the pub. So we can exactly. always discuss things at the pub at the end. We are going to need somewhere to sleep. And pubs have rooms. You do also remember that Wakanga said that if you return to his villa this evening, um, he will be able to. He will have managed to secure you some extra funds. Yeah. Um, so we should go see him uh, but also um, the advert for the map thing you said it was all nicely printed and everything is yes. it on paper that I can remove um, I mean you can but if you do the um, the harbour the harbour master's assistants will basically sort of give you a stern look and ask you to put it back again I mean don't be that guy it's it's there to, it's there to advertise <laughs> to you know people people there and it's as you can see it's you even you've picked off the one that is the most expensive to replace <laughs> okay I was thinking of taking it if they couldn't tell just so no one else could apply for it but okay if um no, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a kind of, these adverts are, they're on the Harbour Masters because they're open to anybody that will that will yeah. help them, basically. Okay, yeah. so so should we head back to the Die Masters and then Wakanga to get funds and then back to the pub? 
Well, if it would make sense to speak the cartographer first because he's only a thirty-second yes. walk away. So he's yeah. Here. He's oh, that's what I meant. Out. Sorry, that's what I meant. That yep. one. The yep. map mm-hmm. person. Yeah. yeah. And then we walk through the city to the to the colorist, and then go to the pub. What yeah, about we'll, the candle? We'll we've got we've got, we've got to get. Oh, but he, he said in the evening, and it's in the morning now. Okay. Yeah. All good then. Well, it's midday-ish. Midday-ish. Yeah. You also know that isn't Wakanga's thing isn't necessarily time limited. It's not like if you don't go this evening, you won't be able to get funds. It's just kind of like by this evening, he will have funds. So if you can't yeah. manage it today, you could always go tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So when we go and see Grandfather September, we can just pop in and see um, Wakanga yeah. first. The two, the two yeah, are cool. right next to each other, so you could always go tomorrow yeah. if you wanted to. Yeah. Sounds like a plan.